This week on Josh, a podcast, we're back for episode three. I've got some great Ask Josh questions. I play a new guitar chord, and I celebrate a championship. Kick it off, Vivaldi. my listeners out there this is josh a podcast i hope you've had a fantastic week since we last met i know in our house the christmas season has arrived we have the tree up with lights i know i know i used to be one of you thanksgiving it was my favorite holiday and i'd get more and more pissed as christmas overtook the month of november but when i met my wife and we celebrated our first christmas together back in 2014 Uh, She taught me that Christmas is a full season, whereas Thanksgiving is just one day. You can still have your family time together on Thanksgiving Day, but Christmas has just got an ambience that adds to the whole uh, dimension of the season. So in our house, at least, the Christmas decorations go up as soon as Halloween ends. And just like the Grinch, my Christmas heart grew three sizes the day I met her. And speaking of my wife, I wanted to take a moment to give a huge shout out to her and her new venture. It's called Rainbow Retail. Now, the 13 listeners I have probably already follow her on her Facebook page. Uh, But if you don't, please go check it out. Her and her mom, who lives in England, uh, they buy pallets of items and then they sell them on her Facebook live stream. They post some to her wall as well, uh, typically on Wednesday and Saturday nights. And let me tell you, she's amazing at it. Like, it's stupid how natural she is at this. It's it's awesome. So please go to Rainbow Retail on Facebook and like and subscribe her page. Uh, When she hits 300 followers, she's going to do a giveaway on her stream. So, as most of you know, I am a huge NASCAR fan. And this past Sunday, NASCAR had its championship race. The last 10 races of the season, they do a 16-team playoff run. After the first three races, the bottom four uh, in the points get dropped. After the next three races, four more get cut. And after the next three races, we are left with a final four. Now, all 38 cars on the tracks, they're, they're still out there competing, and they can win the race, but only those that are eligible in the playoffs can advance. Sunday, the final four went head-to-head for the championship. All you need to do is finish higher than the other three eligible drivers to take the championship trophy. You do not have to win the race. So technically, you can have a race winner and a championship winner at the same time. Uh, This year, it was Chase Elliott driving the 9 car for Hendrix Motorsports. You had Christopher Bell driving the 20 for Joe Gibbs Racing. You had Ross Chastain, who you may remember as riding the wall a couple weeks ago to make it into the Final Four. He's with Trackhouse in the number one car. And then you have Joey Logano in the number 22 driving for Penske. I'm a huge Penske racing guy, so I was pulling for Joey the entire time. Now on Saturday, the lower series Xfinity Championship was run, and 20-year-old Ty Gibbs won that. He's the grandson of Joe Gibbs of, of football fame. Uh, Joe Gibbs is the team owner of Joe Gibbs Racing, and his dad, Coy Gibbs, Ty's dad, Coy, uh, Joe's son, 
he's not only the chief operating officer of Joe Gibbs Racing, but he was set to take over the team when Coach called it quits. I say was because Coy passed away in his sleep during the night, Saturday going into Sunday. Um, I've never really liked Joe Gibbs Racing. I've never really liked its drivers. I really don't like Ty Gibbs. But I can't imagine being a 20-year-old winning the championship and then celebrating with your, your dad only to wake up the next morning and find out he was gone. It's been a really rough few days in the NASCAR community, um, and I decided not to include the recordings I, I did uh, because it just didn't feel right. In the end, Joey Logano did dominate the race and not only finished highest out of the four cars, but he also won the race. So now he is a two-time champion, and I am a happy Penske fan, um, and that's okay. Um, I didn't need to include those recordings. It was kind of something I was thinking about. Honestly, I went back and listened to what I did and it wasn't that great. I would have just bored you guys to sleep. Uh, but I still have a lot of great ask Josh questions to get to. And of course we have Josh plays a guitar chord. Josh guitar chord. Yeah. Bard F. Let's head right into Ask Josh because you all came up with some great questions. Ask Josh. Elise wants to know, what's your biggest pet peeve? This one actually took a lot of thought as I'm uh, typically not one to get all riled up. Uh, but in the end, two came to mind. The first would be drivers in front of me who turn into a parking lot or their driveway like they're driving a fucking 18-wheeler full of lead weight, Fabergé eggs, their fragile grandmothers. Just turn your car into the driveway seriously why do you need to slow down to two three miles an hour to make that turn you might as well come to a full stop open your door get out of your car look at me use some hand signals or flag core signals that you're trying to make a turn into the spot right here it's the same effect <sighs> the other would play into luke's question that he submitted so let me get to that question and i'll elaborate not my brother-in-law, Luke, would like to know, who has the best chicken sandwich out there? This, people, this is the hard-hitting questions I wanted to see from my listeners, or hear from my listeners, I guess. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I love spicy food. The spicier, the better. Wings, extra hot. The same goes for my chicken sandwiches. But you know what really pisses me off? I absolutely hate it when the company says, Oh, we have an amazing spicy chicken sandwich that you should try. When all they do is slap some spicy sauce on the bun. you. I'm looking at you, Colonel Sanders. I haven't been this pissed off at fast food in a long time. McDonald's, you're guilty too. I could have get a regular chicken sandwich and just go home and squirt some hot sauce on it. It's not a spicy chicken sandwich if you just put some hot sauce on it. There is one recent exception, however. If you're going to dribble some hot sauce on a sandwich, at least add some jalapenos or something like that to it. 
Arby's has a new Diablo chicken sandwich. It has diced jalapenos. It's got a uh, Diablo barbecue sauce, a spicy seasoned bun, um, and some fiery seasoning. Now, they claim it's a challenge to eat it. Uh, the only real challenge I had with it was how messy it was. Also, use pepper jack instead of cheddar. Uh, but it was a good sandwich. Good job, Arby's. However, the spicy needs to be in the breading. Rallies, they have a decent breaded spicy chicken sandwich. Popeyes was okay, but it wasn't worth the hype. Chick-fil-A, that's a good spicy chicken sandwich. Burger King is hit and miss, and it's usually a limited time thing when they have it. But that leaves just one truly great chicken sandwich, and it's the OG, baby. In fact, it's typically my favorite of the fast food chains altogether. It's Wendy's, baby. I love you. Their spicy chicken sandwiches, mwah. And their limited time ones with jalapenos. Uh, they got some with pretzel buns. Add some bacon to it. Oh, baby. Uh, their spicy nugs are really good, too. So there you have it. Two Ask Josh questions with one answer. My dear mother would like to know, why are you so interested in weather, and what's our winter going to be like? You know, I really wish I had a good answer as to why I like the weather so much. I, I don't, really. I guess it's because it's never the same, um, and it's usually, you know, big weather events are, are huge news. It just fascinates me like other people are fascinated by football or cooking or crocheting or playing guitar. Stop, 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 stop. Bad intro. Not here. We already did that. Anyway, nature's fury just draws me in, whether that be tornadoes, hurricane, big blizzard events. And with live streaming technology from Chasers uh, advancing in the last few years, it's never been easier to witness these events. I no longer need to personally go out and get shellacked by hail or tie myself to a beachfront telephone pole to witness a hurricane. Um, as for our upcoming weather, <clears throat> the last couple of years have delivered an above average warmer winter with less precipitation. This year, the National Weather Service is predicting over a three-month outlook of December, January, and February, an average temperature range. That does not mean we won't have some really cold days. Again, this is an average over 90 days. The National Weather Service says there's not a strong signal or predictive metric for this winter's temperature. The models are really indecisive. But do I see us having the really cold, snowy winter like we did back in 2013, 2014? No, I do not. That winter was brutal. The National Weather Service is predicting an above-average precipitation for winter 2022-2023. La Nina is forecasted in our area, which is a change from the last few years. However, this does not mean above-average snowfall. Remember, above-average temps could result in more rain than snow. Thankfully, an above-average precipitation forecast will help get us out of the drought we are currently in. If you've seen the creeks and rivers, you can tell that things are abnormal, or abnormal, as Igor would say. There you have it. Over a 90-day span, near normal precipitation and above-average precipitation. Uh, Mom also asked, after I recorded last week, why ska? Because it's awesome, that's why. Horns, baby. The horns do not make ska, though. Casey asked, and I have a feeling this came from when I saw her the other day, what breakfast food is superior? Now, I know I asked her about biscuits and gravy when I met her at Dairy Queen the other day when I was delivering some products that my wife had sold her, um, 
But I can't stand biscuits and gravy. I don't like gravy, and I don't like soggy bread, so I don't like biscuits and gravy. That's a horrible combo, by the way. Uh, but my wife will attest, breakfast is by far and away my favorite meal. Now bear with me, dear listeners, because I'm about to wax poetic on a subject near and dear to my heart. Eggs. For 40 years of my long life, I couldn't stand those little bastards. The thought of what they were and where they came from just made me sick. But I began to appreciate them more, uh, but I can still only do egg whites. I still don't like the yellow part. I just, I just can't. Uh, but at home, I will separate them out. I love making egg white omelets with sausage or taco meat, maybe some bacon, diced vegetables. I've been known to use smoked sausage or whatever else I can find that morning. However, I will not eat farm fresh eggs. I need my eggs to be x-rayed, injected, washed, sanitized, pasteurized, or whatever big egg does. I just know that one day I'm going to crack open an egg and a baby chicken's going to come flying out, and that'll be the eggs for me. Pancakes. I am a pancake master. I have always said I'm going to start a pancake food truck, just like I said I was going to start my hot dog food truck, my hamburger food truck, my grilled cheese food truck, or my quesadilla food truck. Uh, but what's my secret? Haha, that's my secret. However, I don't usually eat them. I just make them for the kids, or at least, look, if I'm going to stuff my belly with all this breakfast food as I can, I'm not going to do it with pancakes that's just going to spread out and take up all the space. However, I have made some pancakes for myself, and I have been known to add some items into the batter, such as hot sauce or diced jalapenos. I've added bacon bits. I've even added fireball to my batter. Should try that sometime. Sausage. The spicier, the better. And patties. No links. If I want a hot dog, I'll eat a hot dog. Bacon, all of it. When I walk into Frisch's for breakfast, the cook staff see me and they yell, We're gonna need a shit ton more bacon! Stat! I usually just grab the whole pan and take it back to my table. When I do make it at home, and here's a tip for you, dredge the bacon and flour on both sides, put it on a cooling rack, and then on top of a baking sheet with foil underneath of it, and bake it in your oven at 375. I usually turn it over after about 10 minutes and then I cook until it's the, the desired crispiness. Cereal. Usually I eat my cereal as a bedtime snack, uh, but I do love O's, uh, I love Reese's Puffs, Cinnamon Life, or pretty much whatever the kids have on hand as long as it's not any of the Pebbles cereal. Also, I need a giant salad bowl and a gallon of 2% or whole milk. My perfect homemade breakfast plate is corned beef hash, some type of potato, whether that's tots, hash browns, even fries, lots of bacon, some sausage patties, a bowl of oatmeal. I usually like to put some garlic in it or some pepper in it. I like my oatmeal savory, not sweet, um, an egg white omelet, and a big-ass mug of coffee. As for fast food breakfast, which I love way too much, I want to say this. Burger King for getting rid of the Egnormous Burrito. Yes, it's a running joke. I always order the Egnormous Burrito with no egg. Haha, <laughs> very funny. But it was a big burrito with bacon, spicy sauce, uh, their hash rounds, and cheese inside. It was perfect without the egg. They've replaced it with a burrito that has no spicy sauce, it has no hash rounds. So without the egg that I'm not eating, it's just a tortilla with bacon and cheese in it. No bueno. 
So that leaves me with Sonic and their meat and cheese burrito at Jalapeno with tater tots. Um, as much as I love Wendy's and their goddamn breakfast potatoes are the best out there, um, I just don't enjoy the rest of their items. Same with McDonald's since they've removed the steak bagels. So there you have it. I am a breakfast fat ass. And that is all the awesome questions. Thank you so much. Hopefully you learn a little bit more about me each episode and aren't running for the hills or sliding into Elisa's DMs telling her to run and never look back. Uh, and so that pretty much wraps up this abysmal episode of Josh a Podcast. Uh, if there's anyone left, please visit my Facebook page. It's also called Josh a Podcast. Uh, please like uh, the page. I also have a Twitter page with only seven followers. You can find its measly existence at Josh a Podcast one Finally, if you use a podcast player, please subscribe to my podcast so it's automatically downloaded for you each week. If you don't have a podcast app, you can listen to it from all the major podcast locations, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and you can also rate and review from those websites. Also, please hit me up with any suggestions or comments you have. Want me to add in different segments? Post your ideas to Facebook or Twitter. Finally, please tell all your friends and family. It's only 10 minutes of your day that you'll never get back. Tell you what, if we get 40 downloads for one episode, I'll record myself doing something stupid and include it in an episode. Maybe I'll run a mile while I'm recording, uh, gotta burn off those breakfast calories and chicken sandwiches somehow, uh, or the opposite, maybe I'll record myself trying to eat two boxes of macaroni and cheese. So... Uh, come up with some ideas. Let's get 40 downloads an episode and see what happens. So anyways, take care. Thank you. And I will talk to you next week.